0: I'm Jane Travis, and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi, and welcome back. And if it's your first time here, it's really great that you found us. What a great time to come and find us as well, because here we are looking at New Year's resolutions. Now, look, I cannot lie. I really hate most New Year's resolutions. I think they're just so punishing, So often they talk about new year, new you, which I, you know, I fundamentally disagree with because you don't need to become a whole new you in order to be valuable in the new year. You're actually pretty cool as you are. You know, they tend to be about stopping doing something you really love or starting to do something you really hate. I mean, who wants that? I don't. You know, it's just... It's not how I want to start a new year. You know, in the new year, you've just had Christmas. However you feel about Christmas, whether it's something that you've really enjoyed or something that you're glad to see the back of, you know, it's been a different time and now you're in this sparkly new year and it's a time for looking forward and you really don't want to be punishing yourself and kicking yourself. So maybe you don't need a new you. Maybe it would just be more gentle and more realistic and more powerful, actually to accept the current you. Now that said, I do like the spirit of New Year's resolutions. You know, I love personal development. It's something I'm, you know, constantly working on myself. And, you know, there are always going to be things in our lives that we can learn in order to enrich our lives or to enrich your therapy business, you know, to make the work that you do actually work better for you and better for your clients. You know, there are always things that we can be improving without having to just, you know, beat ourselves up about it. New Year is the perfect time to reflect on the previous year, you know, what went well, what went not so well. And that's how you can learn. That's how you can, you know, everything that doesn't go very well is an important lesson for us. So it's a, it's a really good idea to not, Ignore the bad things, not just beat yourself up about anything that didn't work very well, but actually really reflect on it and think, right, okay, I wanted to do this thing and I tried it and it didn't work. So, what was what happened? Was I expecting too much of myself? Did I not give myself enough time? And really explore the reasons why something might not have worked so that then you can go on. And use those lessons. You know, these are important lessons that we're being given. And it's so easy to get busy, you know, so busy that you forget to reflect on things, you know, your own needs and your own wants. We can just start mindlessly working without a clear picture of what you actually really want to get from your business. Because this really is the beauty of running your own practice. You can turn your practice into whatever you want it to be. So with this in mind, I've been thinking about some sort of New Year's resolutions, but achievable things that are going to help you to grow your private practice. And they're going to be realistic so that none of these are going to be punishing and are just going to help you to grow. So here are five different things I've thought of. The first one, this is this is an easy New Year's resolution. Well, I say it's easy, you know, it does mean making a change. So the first one is I will record all my successes. So every Friday in my membership community, we have a post called Share Your Wins. And this is a place for members to share the positive things that have happened to them that week. Now, why do I do this? Well, I do this because your critical voice can sometimes be deafeningly loud, can't it? You know, our critical critical voices can point out every little mistake that you make, and it can drown out any positives that have happened. So it's really important to counter this by setting free your inner cheerleader. So I think, you know, we have an inner critic, yep, yeah, but we also have an inner cheerleader, the exact opposite that's there to to cheer you on. So this inner cheerleader is going to notice and celebrate any successes that you have. So we need to try to strengthen that inner cheerleader. Now, this does sound easier than it is because so often we're brought up being told not to boast, not to show off. You know, maybe you've had an experience of somebody's jealousy that makes it feel unsafe to share positive things. But noticing and celebrating your wins is just a really great way to silence your imposter syndrome because what you're actually doing is you're producing documentary evidence. You're, you're saying this thing happened and you can't argue with that. You know, it's happened. You've done it. So it's documentary evidence really that you are growing, that you are helping people and that you are making positive change. So how can you do this? Well, I would recommend that you either open up a document on your computer or buy yourself a notebook and write down any and all positives that have happened in your business. And I would say, look, challenge yourself to write about something positive that's happened in your practice every week or every day. If you can think of positive things that happen in your business every single day, that's going to make a real impact on how you feel about yourself. And look, if you think you don't have any positive things that have happened, well, look harder because you do, you definitely, definitely do. Now, even if you've made a mistake with something that's not gone your way, there are valuable learning experiences there that you can use to your advantage. So you can turn it into a positive. You can say, you know, I tried this and it didn't work, but I've now learned that I need to do this instead. I hope that makes sense. Now, if you need a little bit more help with this, have a listen to episode 95, which is called The Simple Trick to Overcome Imposter Syndrome. And I talk all about this a bit more in a bit more depth. Now, a second idea for a New Year's resolution is I will put boundaries in place to shield myself and my energy. Now, I don't need to tell you how important boundaries are. I'm sure that you're fully aware of that. So, a great resolution is to both make and maintain boundaries around yourself, around your practice to protect yourself. So this might look like saying no to people, you know, things like saying no to working on days that aren't convenient for you or saying no to offering reduced fees or it could be saying no to other people's demands on your time because you need to prioritise time to work on your business, to do the marketing that's going to get you the clients and the income that you need. So how can you go about this? Well, what I would suggest is that you grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever and take a moment to really reflect on the boundaries that you have in your practice. You know, grab a pen, open a new dock, you know, like I say, and consider things like, you know, what is it that will make you feel happy and fulfilled in your practice? What is your ideal number of clients? What are the days that you prefer to work on? And what days do you not want to work on? And what hours do you prefer to work? You know, and within this is also do you prefer to work in the mornings or do you prefer to work in the evenings? You know, you have the choice there. What fee is going to be required to bring you what you want and need in your life? And what modality do you prefer to work with? Also consider things like, what is your cancellation policy? There's an enormous boundary there, isn't there? Knowing what your cancellation policy is. And also consider what issues do you enjoy working with most? And a part of that is, what do you not enjoy working with? This is your business. work with the things that you enjoy working with that you feel passionate about working with. and that way you're going to enjoy the work that you do. So I would suggest you just do a little bit of reflection on this, write it down and then you can work out how you can make this happen. So the th- number three of the you know suggested New Year's resolutions is I will commit to trying new marketing practices for 90 days, okay? Now, when trying something new, it's really important to give yourself time to both learn the new skill and then practice the skill and gain experience so that you become competent. Now, something that I see really often is people giving up on something and not giving themselves the time that they need to properly learn the skill. So let's take social media as an example here. In my membership, I've got a course that's called Social Media Made Simple. Now, this course is two hours, 45 long, and it covers things like what to post, how to post, how to grow your social media, how to attract clients, and how to do this all on your terms. I've also developed something called the social system, which is a six-step process that you can follow so you, you know exactly what you want to do to make your social media work. But this doesn't mean that after spending two hours, 45 minutes on the course, you're going to know everything about social media. Of course you're not. It's a massive subject. Each different social media platform is different. And, you know, it, it's it's a lot. What you will have is a great starting point to get yourself out there and start practicing using these skills. So I suggest being realistic and dedicating three months or 90 days to focus on getting some experience and improving your skills. Because by acknowledging that it's going to take some time to both learn and practice skills, it's going to help to reduce that overwhelm and that unrealistic expectation that you're going to be able to do a course and just suddenly, you know, be able to use social media. You know, it's just unrealistic. So, how can you actually do that? Well, if you need some help with this, every quarter in the membership, in the Grey Private Practice membership, is the quarterly action plan meeting. So, you know, I help my members with exactly this. It's all about reducing the overwhelm and planning and using some realistic actions to help to move you forward. In fact, the next one is going to be on the 5th of January, 2023. And this is, you know, really to help members to, to to help members to just have a great start to the new year. So if you've been thinking about joining the Grow Your Private Practice membership, now really is the perfect time. Because if you haven't heard, the price for the Grow Your Private Practice membership is actually increasing in January 23. So the price is currently £35 a month. And from the 4th of January, it's going to be increasing to £45 a month. If you join before 8 o'clock UK time on the 3rd of January, it means that you're going to be locked in at the current low price of £35 forever for as long as you're a member. As long as you're a member, the fee will never, ever go up. So that means if you're listening to this and you're a current member, don't worry, your price will not go up you will only ever pay the price that you've started paying when you joined. So if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you're not sure what to work on, if you could do with some support, if you could do with someone to ask questions to so that you can attract more clients, you know, now really is a brilliant time to join. And you can actually make an even greater saving by taking on an annual membership. So if you join with an annual membership before the 3rd of January, this means that you'll actually get an extra two months for free. So that's going to save you £70. So if you join on an annual plan before the price goes out, it actually means you could potentially save yourself £190. How cool is that? Now, you can, of course join at any time, you know, you can join after July. At, July, what am I talking about? I think I'm desperate for the sun to come back out. You can join after the 3rd of January, The monthly, but the monthly fee will be going up. So obviously you can join now, become a member, get the benefits, see what a difference it makes to you, your confidence and your practice. It would be lovely to see you inside the membership. And if you'd like to join, just take a look at Grow Your Private Practice Co. dot uk. So I hope to see you in there. So resolution number four. Another good one is I will prioritize the time to work on growing my practice. Now, growing your practice and attracting clients is something that takes time and dedication, and consistency is going to be something that's really important if you want to avoid the feast and famine. So the feast and famine is when you're either inundated with new new clients. Or you find that your, you know, your reserves of new clients kind of dry up. So this would be something great to focus on this year if you find that your marketing is a little bit hit and miss. Because if you don't prioritize your time, it's, you know, it's just not going to happen. You know, you know, you know what it's like with time. Time can be easily frittered away, can't it? So how are you going to do this? Well, I would recommend that you block out time in your shiny new diary for the year to do your marketing. And if you need some help with this, then check out episode 24. It's called Managing Your Diary with Time Blocking. And I go through exactly what to do. Marketing is really important. Marketing is how you get your clients so that you can earn a living. So do it regularly And you can expect regular inquiries. And resolution number five is I will acknowledge the importance of the work that I do, even if it's not noticed by others. Now, let's face it, people have no idea what's involved in being a therapist. But you know, why would they? You know, I don't really understand what's involved in other people's jobs. You know, all these different professions out there. I've no idea what they do. Now, I remember when I used to be a therapist being asked, you know, don't you get really fed up listening to people just moaning all day? And I actually used to find that a little bit insulting because no, our clients aren't boring, are they? They don't just come and moan at us. You know, they're fascinating, interesting and unique. So yeah, I used to just find that, I used to think that was a really strange thing to say. But you know, people have no idea what we do. No, they have no idea what's involved. And it, let's face it, it's really hard to explain succinctly what it is that we do. So, the impact of that is that it means that your chosen profession might not always get the recognition it deserves. In fact, I remember on, my, on the phone to my dad once, I told him that I'd had a long day and I felt really exhausted. And his response to me was, But it's not real work, though, is it, Jane? And I can remember being like really shocked that he said, I don't know why I was shocked, that's dad down to a T really, but I can remember thinking, wow, why would he think that this isn't real work? So yeah, so for this reason, I think it's really crucial for us not to lose sight of the valuable work that you do. So how can you do this? Well, you've probably heard of the locus of evaluation, haven't you? I always want to say locust as in the little insect, but... Every time I hear locus of evaluation, I just think of little locusts. Anyway, do you look for validation from other people or do you trust your own instincts? So if you look for validation from others, that means that you have an external locus of evaluation. But if you can get that validation yourself, if you can get that recognition internally from yourself that means that you've got an internal locus of evaluation. So if you have an external locus of evaluation, just consider how you can start to acknowledge your own value so that you're not always going to need that outside praise and recognition. Because let's face it, we can can wait a long time for that. Okay, so I've shared with you five simple ideas for New Year's resolutions for your private practice that are both realistic and achievable for you to consider. So today I've shared five ideas for things that you could consider as New Year's resolutions for your private practice, for things that are both realistic and achievable for you to consider. So we looked at the importance of recording your successes, which is a great way to tackle imposter syndrome. We looked at working on setting and maintaining boundaries. We looked at committing to trying new marketing methods for a 90-day period, so that you give yourself a really good, a really good amount of time to really throw yourself into it. We looked at prioritizing times to enable you to work on your practice. And we also looked at working on your internal locus of evaluation so that you have a deep understanding of the value of the work that you do without having to wait for somebody to give you that recognition. Now, I really hope that this has given you some ideas for some positive things to work on in the coming year. And you know what? I'd absolutely love if you could get in touch with me and tell me what you've decided as your New Year focus. So just contact me. Best places to find me are either on LinkedIn, so just search for Jane Travis, and it's Jane without a Y. Or on Instagram, it's at Grow Your Private Practice. So just hop on and let me know what you're going to look at as your New Year's resolution. And remember, if you want to take advantage of the current low price before the price increase, come and join us in the Grow Your Private Practice membership before eight o'clock UK time on the 3rd of January and come and get the support and the help that you need. I really hope to see you in there. So all that's left for me to do now is to wish you a very happy and healthy 2023. I really hope that it brings you all that you wish yourself. So take very, very good care of yourself and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, bye-bye.